Welcome to Axios Church Online. We're so excited you had joined us here on our online campus. We hope this message encouraged you and uplift you throughout your week. Enjoy this message. They've been, been practicing, practicing, practicing. They've been getting it from me each and every time. I'm a little perfectionist with some things. But here's the thing. If this is your first time here, listen, we want to say welcome home. Where have you been? We've been praying for you, and uh, we're glad that you joined us here this morning. Like Pastor Ryan said, you had so many other churches to be, uh, to, that you could join today, but you joined here with us this morning, and we honor your presence. This is not the only service. We have one more service after this, the 1130 service, so be praying for them as they get this way. No distractions to get them here, that they get into the house of God um, and, um, be, um, and just feel his presence. Do you feel his presence in this room? Oh, yeah. Amen, amen. Listen, we're starting a new series, so there's some kind of codes that you do as pastors. Um, There's one thing that you do not do, and you start a brand new series on Easter. So um, I'm not a very um, traditional pastor, so guess what? We're starting a brand new series on Easter, okay? Breaking all the rules around here, all right? So uh, we're starting a new series in the month of of April, but we're starting it today for, for a specific reason. Because in the Bible, we see Jesus being called different names and being called different attributes of his character and different things that that he was called. But there's seven sayings that Jesus said specifically uh, about himself that he declared through his mouth. Something that, that, that brought out something about his character and something about what he was trying to do in the earth. It's called the, the seven sayings of Jesus. And in the month of April, we're going to talk on those seven sayings. And the two we're going to talk about today are so important for the declaration he did, not only on the cross, but through the tomb. And he is not dead. He is alive. Those sayings, because what he said really mattered to those people back then, and it should revolutionize our thinking in our life today. The seven sayings of Jesus. We see him in the book of, we see Moses first getting these sayings that Jesus said. He said that I am, I am. We see Moses um, dealing with a burning bush in in the Old Testament, and, and Jesus came to him and this burning bush, kind of declaring things. And Moses came to Jesus and said, hey, I know you want me to go to Pharaoh and tell, you know, tell him to let us free from the slavery of the Egyptian people. But what name do I go to Pharaoh and tell him that I represent? And, and God said, you tell him, I am sent you. I am sent you. It was a declaration. It was the drop the mic moment of Jesus saying, hey, I am not only a name. I am all authority. I am altogether lovely. I'm altogether wonderful. When I say I am, I am who I am. And I am what I say. So it was a, it was a form of his authority over it all. I love that, 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 that declaration that Jesus did. He could have said anything, but he said, hey, um, when people are saying who I am, I, I am that. When they say I am healing, yes, I am that. When they say I am freedom, yes, I am that. It's the full authority of Jesus himself. 
So as we go through the Bible, we see that Jesus came into this earth through the form of a baby, and he started declaring these I am sayings to the world for the new mission that Jesus was going to represent in the world to come and what we are declaring each and every day right now. The first I am saying, he says, he says, I am the light of the world. He says it here in John chapter 8, verse 12, says, and again, Jesus said to, said to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but he has light, light of Life, aren't you excited and aren't you so happy that you can live in the light? Light is so important to us each and every day. See, sometimes I'm like, I wish I'd, I lived in those days when you had to like work with your hands, you know? And then I realized that I like light and I like AC, okay? And, and then I, I, that goes away real quick. Because light was super important. What are, some, what are some ways that light is important for us on an everyday basis? Food, the food we eat, the formation of food needs light. Yeah. Growth of the human body needs light. Yeah. You need, you, you like to see, right? Yeah. You need light to see for vision. It's heat and temperature, drying, evaporation. It is the speed of regulation, the source of electricity and energy that we have. It says that light is, 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 is at the speed of light is 186,282 miles per second. That's the speed of light. And the light source that we get is the sun, right? The sun, it shines bright, it's so many miles away from us, but the sun gives us light, heat, and energy, and the sun warms the seas, generates the weather temperatures, it stirs up the atmosphere, and it provides energy and living green for plants, oxygen on the earth. Do you understand? If the sun was just a little bit more degrees to the one side, we'll be very cold. And if it goes one degree to the other side, we'll be burning up. Because God knew where to put the sun for us to have the light that we need to grow the things we do and for us to grow in our life. Don't you know that God is such an intentional God? Amen. To one degree to the south, one degree to the north, we're either cold or we burning. But he put it exactly where we needed for the light to come in our life. See, from the beginning, we see this concept of light being presented to us from the beginning. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be Thank you. And there was light. God saw that light was good, and he spread it on light from the darkness. It separated light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness called it night. And there was evening on the first day. Isn't it cool that God made light on the first day? But do you understand that he didn't create light on the first day? There was just light. Because if you go to the fourth day, it says this, and God said, let the lights, 
in the vaults of the sky be separated from the day and the night and let them serve as a sign marking sacred times, day and years. And let them be light to the vaults of the sky and give light onto the earth. And it was so. So God made two great lights. The greater light governed the day and the lesser light governed the night and also made the stars. And God sent them the vaults of the sky to give the light to the earth, to govern the days and the nights, separating light from darkness. And he saw that it was good and evening and morning on the fourth day. So if God made light on the fourth day, what was shining on the first day? Do you understand that? Even though he didn't create it, he was the light. He saw that darkness was hovering over everything. So he said, I just need to shine bright and I will be the light that the world needs. And not only that, now that he made light on the fourth day, but do you understand that God doesn't need to create? He is the light of the world. He is the light that we need. He is the light that hovers over our darkness because he shines bright. And we see a light source directing a pregnant woman, a star, to the place where Jesus was going to be born, Emmanuel, God with us, the light of the world. And then Jesus comes into the picture and he says, you know the light that was in the beginning? I am. You know the light that brought me to this place? I am. You know the light that you need? I am. And now he says, all the light you need, I am the light of the world. See, through history, light indicated living. So Jesus, by him saying, I am the light of the world, is indicating I am the source of life and and I illuminate everything that darkness tries to overcome. Do you understand that light and darkness can't coexist? If I turn off every light in this place and I just get my light in my phone, and just shine that little bitty light, darkness has to flee. It has to go. Because light and darkness can't coexist. Because when light comes into place, darkness has to go. If you don't believe me, let's read the book of John. In John chapter 1 verse 5, uh, five says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So I'm here to tell you there's great news. There is hope for your life regardless of the bad things that seem in your life. How bad they are, there is still hope. Light still wins. Light still shines. And it indicates the power and the necessity of life because he is the light of the world. And there's another I am saying that goes into this light source. He is the light of the world. And the second I am saying, Jesus says, is I am the resurrection and the life. He says, not only am I the light of the world that gives you the substance that you need each and every day, 
but I am the one that knows when death happens and when life happens. I am not only the one that makes, I am the one that creates, and I am the one that, that puts the seas where it needs to go, where the sun needs to go. I am the one that raised the people from the dead. I am the one that it gives the life. I'm the one that is in the beginning and the end. What does the Bible says? I am the alpha. I am the omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He's the resurrection and he is the life. A plant before it comes out needs light for it to produce. But the potential of a seed, even though the, the seed has potential to grow a big tree, without light, it is worthless. So you might have all the potential in the world. You might have all the resources you need, but if there's no light in your life, it's worthless because when light comes in, it illuminates the things that God wants to use, but it also illuminates what he wants you to change. Let me say that again, because light not only illuminates for our future, but illuminates the things that we keep in the dark. It's just a matter of time. He shines in the darkness. And when we declare that he is our Lord, eventually what's in the darkness will come to the light. But that doesn't give us a, 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 an identity of shame and guilt. It should, give us a, a, of, it should give us an identity of happiness and joy because he resurrects what the enemy tries to kill. You got to hear that. The enemy's trying to kill your life. The enemy's trying to kill your purpose. The enemy's trying to kill your future. But I'm here to tell you that there's a God that when light comes, the enemy has to flee. When light comes, doesn't matter what you have done. When light comes, doesn't matter what you did in your past. When light comes, darkness has to go. It has to bow at the name of Jesus. It has to bow at the name of Jesus. Let me say it like this. Jesus was on a cross, nails in his hands, in his feet. And as we talked about in Good Friday, one thing that God, Jesus gave us when he died on that cross, he gave us access to the Father. It said that the veil was torn in two of where the Holy of Holies was, where the presence of God rested. And now that that veil was torn, we have full access to Jesus, the light of the world, the resurrection, and the life. Then they took him off a cross, and they put him in a tomb and put a rock over it. Instantly, darkness. Jesus, who once was called the light of the world, in darkness. But do you understand that he told everyone that this was going to happen? And even for Jesus, darkness didn't last forever. <laughs> darkness was for temporary because one day, three days later, it, 
the tomb could have just blown up and the, the stone just like, boom, Jesus could have been like, ding, nothing just blew up. But it said that there was a crack. There was a shaking and the tomb was rolled away. It was a force. So what does that mean? That before full light came into the tomb, there was just a glimmer of light. And even at a glimmer of light, resurrection happened. He didn't have to wait that the full light to show up. When the light, when the tomb was cracked and just a little bit of light came, resurrection power happened in that place so what is that for us today what i'm here to tell you that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed if you have faith that is just enough i'm here to tell you that god if you give god a crack in your life that light can shine through he can change he can change your mind he can change that anxiety he can change that depression because light always wins let me give you hope today he is still the winner he still won over death jesus is alive light always wins and Jesus won. Can I get an amen in this place today? Jesus wins. Death was defeated. The devil was put in his place. Eternity was secure. My future was promised. My past was forgiven. And my hope was restored. If you don't believe Anything I say today, I want you to hear this again. Because what Jesus did on the cross and he rose again on the, in that tomb, this was for you. Because, because this is what he did for you. Death was defeated. The devil was put in his place. Your eternity was secure. Your future, there's a promise attached to it. My, your, your past was forgiven and your hope is restored in a God that is the light, that is the resurrection, that is the life. He has full authority. Because the light broke through the darkness, darkness it gives us hope for the light now. Here's the thing. Now the light that Jesus had, now it dwells in us. He, he said, I'm going to leave this place, but now you are the light. You shine my mission to the world. You declare the wonderful promises of you are the light. John chapter 1 verse 7 says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanse us of all our sins. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see the good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. Now you are the light. We are supposed to shine his light to the world. Today, the I am is in the room today. The full authority is in the room today. And through him, 
I can stand in the light and I can be the light because of what he did on that cross. You couldn't do it, but what he did, now I can be the light to the world and him shine through me. And I love this verse, Romans chapter eight, verse 11 says, in the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, now what? Dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. Aren't you glad that God's light still shines? Aren't you glad that not only he just went on the cross, but now we get to be a part of that light shining? We get to be a part because the same, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is now living in us, so we need to shine bright. We need to shine bright, and I'm here to tell you today, if you have never accepted Jesus or you have strayed away from Jesus and you want to rededicate your life to God, I'm here to tell you that this is the best time to do it that you can crack it open and let the light shine? You have tried to do it another way. And what has that done for you? Light overcomes the darkness. And today, the light is here. Every head bowed and eyes closed. He is the light of the world. He is the resurrection. Wasn't that an amazing message? If you'd like to help partner with us to push this mission forward here in Lakeland, Florida, you can go to axioschurch.com, and in the giving tab, you can give a one-time donation or a reoccurring gift. We are so thankful for all of you that have decided to join us this morning. We meet every Sunday, and we can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, turn on your post notifications, make sure you're tuned in to everything that Axios Church has to offer.